0: glitch free gaming
1: hey everyone it's another episode of glitch free gaming it is episode number 151 hooray hooray 151 episodes that's a lot it
0: is a lot yeah it's a milestone we've been waiting for
1: yeah i think we should just stop
0: that's that's all over we took a week <laughs> off yeah we
1: did we did um yeah it wasn't meant to be a week and then we just couldn't be bothered
0: yeah it was one of those things where we fully <laughs> intended to record on the thursday and then the saturday and then not at all and then yeah. <laughs> it just didn't happen
1: i know so but we're back anyway um i'd say uh, just kieran myself and
0: just 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 yeah. us,
1: just as yes uh just the usuals so uh, speaking of the usual let's do what we always do and start off and talk about what we've been playing. Cian, what have you been busy with this week? Doom. 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 Doom.
0: Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> so uh, they released a, a kind of a reboot, but it's also kind of just a sequel to Doom. It's the fourth Doom game. And it's way better than it kind of has any right to be Right. For a fucking Doom game in 2016. It's really pretty, super fast paced. The shooting feels so good. It just feels like a really old school first person shooter where you're just constantly strafing and shooting. Um, and it's just really good. Cool. Uh, And, like, all the level designs are kind of, they're not just corridors you go through gunning things down, they're much more open, there's much more exploration, there's tons of secrets in every single level, Um, some of which are, like, little bobblehead things you collect, some of them are, if you find a, I assume it's the same for every level, I'm only, like, four levels in now, and each of them have had a, a lever that you find and if you pull this lever it opens an area somewhere on the map that you couldn't go before and when you go into it it's all the original Doom textures oh right okay (laughs) and it's like a section from that game like the original Doom Um, right
1: that's not the first time they've ever done that though has it
0: um, it's the first time they've done it but but as
1: in the franchise themselves
0: yeah but you might be thinking of um the wolfenstein game that just came out yes. last year the year before that had um the entirety i think of the first wolfenstein if not it was a decent amount of wolfenstein 3d was there right okay uh, that you could play an engine it's the same idea basically but you unlock it level per level and their secrets and the main game and then once you unlock them you can choose them from a menu and it lets you just play through the whole level it's just really good um so yeah, it's just really cool just to have a first person shooter like that that has all these cool secrets and stuff. Right. Okay. Um, and it's kind of pretty self-aware about itself for the most part, um, because the story is, you know, the Doom story it is they were people were mining on Mars and then they found Hell and then demons everywhere. Uh, only the idea is they knew Hell was there in the first place and they were mining Hell for resources and then the demons were like that's that's no good camp minor shit and right. they show up and start killing everyone um, but it's pretty self aware about that kind of stuff so you walk around there's like um, there's certain areas that'll be like you, know, you can't leave this room until all the enemies are dead you know like Doom always had and uh, when you're in those rooms and you can't leave there'll be like a kind of alarm going off and like a kind of computerized voice will go over being like uh, there's a a dangerous level of demon- demonic possession in this room. Uh, remove demons to, you know, unlock the the security override. And it's like, if this is a dangerous level of demonic possession, that kind of implies there's a non-dangerous level of demonic <laughs> possession <laughs> that's programmed into this machine somehow. Um, but it's just really goofy and. Cool in that way, um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it quite a lot. It's it's one of the best first-person shooters I've played in quite a while, right? Um, in terms of single-player campaign, at least. Because uh, there'd be a lot of good multiplayer shooters over the years. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that game's great.
1: Cool, sure. excellent. Yeah, Doom was always one of those. Uh, we used to play the original. You know, back in the day, on like three eight sixes, and think we were the bees knees. Um, but even then, you know, with the first person shooters. i was not a big fan of. Um, but it is, it is one of those that when they bring out a new game, always have a look and see what it's like. And that one does look amazing.
0: It's really good. Um, it's like I said, it's way better than you would kind of expect for you know, a Doom game. This, especially because it's been filming <laughs> for ages right it's one of those games where they're like we're going to make doom 4 like around the time doom 3 came out on the 360 pretty early in the life cycle yeah and it's like okay and then it you know got delayed over and over and over and then they rebooted the reboot at certain times scrapped if they had that kind of thing and it's just amazing that it turned out so good like it's it's great um kind of didn't expect it to be this good yeah but it is fun excellent Good, good. Um There's also a multiplayer mode on it, which I've not actually played much of. I played the beta back when they did the open beta for the multiplayer, and I wasn't super into it, um, but hey, these things happen. Of course, yeah. Um, other than Doom, I've been playing uh, Guilty Gear Xrd Revelator for review. Okay, um, excellent. Hi. I played a decent bit more compared to last week. Um, I started writing a review as well, because... Ben searches me up because it's a little <laughs> bit late, as all my reviews are. Um, but it's it's really good. It's one of those things where, you know, how Arc System works, it always kind of does this, especially with like Blaze Blue, where they release the base game and then every couple of years they release basically an iteration on it. They're right, really like, yeah. here's Blaze Blue. Uh, oh God, I'm trying to remember the order these came out in The Calamity Trigger?
1: Uh, Calamity Trigger I think yeah.
0: And then the second one. Oh, I say Chrono Phantasma but that's the more recent one. Uh, you know what I mean. The, the, like, had, yeah. They do those and they're all very kind of minor upgrades on the previous one where they add a few new characters to rebalance some stuff etc etc. Yeah. But it's not it's not like Street Fighter 4 to Street Fighter 5. It's more like Street Fighter Four to Super Street Fighter. Right. Um. And Guilty Gear Excered Revelator is that to Guilty Gear Exert sign. It's uh somewhat minor minor upgrade. There's like four new characters, there's another couple coming in DLC. There's a new story mode, but the story is all just kind of a big visual novel thing, so it's not really any I think gameplay wise, there, right. Um, there's like they up, overhauled the tutorials which I mentioned on like a couple of the previous podcasts, and that's all pretty good. Um, like the the revamped tutorials are they're up there. They're some of the best kind of fighting game tutorials outside of. I still think maybe Skullgirls has the best fighting game tutorial, um, but this is definitely up there. Um, they redid all of like the, the online multiplayer lobbies. Right. So they used to have this little thing in Excerpt Sign where you join a lobby, uh, which is like separated by region and then there's a bunch of different rooms per region. Um and you can just kind of you get a little character and you wander around and then you can set up a spot and say, I want to play, you know ranked or I want to play private and people can just sit and join you. And they have that but they've expanded out to this thing where you have a customizable avatar now and it's this little kind of adorable looking little box man Um, and you can wander around and then the like fully decorated these lobbies so they're just these little areas that have like arcade machines set up and stuff like that so instead of setting up a thing and going i want to play a match come over here to play a match with me you just go sit in an arcade machine and someone comes and sits at the other side of it and then you're in a match Oh nice. It's just a cool little thing. Um It's it's really good for like what it is. It's like it's one of those things where Guilty Gear is still an amazing fighting game series and Excerpt Sign is an amazing fighting game. And Revelator improves on it to the point where if you're going to buy Guilty Gear at this point and you really want to play Guilty Gear, you should probably get this one because it updates a bunch of stuff and adds a bunch of new characters stuff. Right. But then if you're upgrading from Exorcine, it's also that value proposition of it doesn't it's not that big a leap. Right. Um so I'm kinda of torn on it in that way. Um but overall I'm I'm really enjoying my time with it. Um I've been playing a bunch of that. Um I've been playing as well the new characters actually and they're they're pretty good. Cool. Um, other than Guild Gear and Doom, uh, I've been playing Star Wars. But I assume you want to talk about that because you can uh, playing way more of it than me. <laughs> um, Fair enough. So I guess the other thing I'll say, I've been playing Pokemon Go. The craze hit that's taking over the world. Yeah, Pokemon Go.
1: I know you can't you can't move without hearing about it.
0: It's yeah, like literally everyone is playing it like my girlfriend downloaded it she doesn't play a whole lot of games and even when she does usually it's like you know minecraft and stuff like that and then she downloaded Pokemon Go and went out for like a three hour walk to catch a bunch (laughs) of Pokemon I was like what are you doing like what are you doing this is Saturday you spend your Saturdays sleeping all day that's what you do on Saturdays why are you going for a three hour walk um so yeah it's just this weird weird thing um there's not a whole lot to it, it's basically just uh, it's an AR thing so it uses GPS to tell where you are and it has its own kind of cartoony version of presumably just Google Maps. Um, and so it knows your streets and stuff like that and has uh, Pokestops and Pokemon Gems at various kind of um, points that would be on Google Maps. So, like, sometimes it's shops, sometimes it's, you know, if you've got, like, a park nearby, people usually have, like, uh, things marked on the park. Like, uh, the example I've got is the park near me has one of those weird, um, like, things that has a bunch of gym equipment in the middle of the park for All right, you're supposed yeah. to go out running stop to do some gym stuff and then run again. Um, They basically have, like, a poker stop there, so... Pokestops work as basically when you're close enough to it and it picks up GPS you're close enough to it you tap it on the screen open up and you swipe it and it gives you a bunch of free items so it just kind of encourages you to walk around so you never have to spend real money on items because you just get free ones. Um, And then the crux of the game is basically you walk around and occasionally Pokemon will show up on your screen. And you tap on them and then you throw Pokeballs at them and you collect a bunch of Pokemon.
1: Alright, okay.
0: Um, And you can level up Pokemon by feeding them candy. And that's kind of cool, I guess, but there's like no there's combat stuff, but the combat stuff only happens in the gyms, which gyms are kind of like popular spots on Google Maps, so things like, you know, usually schools or like one of the churches nearby for me is uh, pokemon gym and so you can just go there and if it's empty which none of them are at this point anymore because it's been out for a couple of weeks now um or a week now um if it's empty you just put pokemon in it and it's like you've claimed that gym um you get to choose which team you want to be in it's like red blue or yellow and so you claim that gym for that color and one of your Pokemon sits there. And then you can go and challenge people in the gym and be like, oh, this Pokemon's level three hundred or something, because the levels are fucking crazy. Um so it's like that Pokemon's level three hundred, I've got level four hundred Pokemon, I'm gonna fight it. And then there's a very simplistic battle system that is basically like you swipe to dodge attacks and then you hit a button to attack. And it's it's not very good, to be honest. The combat's kind of terrible. Right. Um but like it's just the the thing that has kept me playing it has just been the kind of AR part of it of you know, walking around Pokemon show up and then I throw some pokeballs at them and name them something silly. <laughs> um like my strongest Pokemon right now is an Oddish, which I've called Goddish because it's so high level. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's got stuff like that. Um I don't know if I necessarily recommend it but also everyone else is playing it, so be part of the, be part of the craze, why not?
1: Yeah. Um, sure, why not? it's
0: alright. It's there's not much to it. Um But yeah, that, that's kinda of I've not been playing a whole lot. Um Yeah, I think that's all I've been playing. Cool. During Star Wars, but again you've been playing a lot more Star Wars than I have.
1: Oh god, yeah. Um, I I don't know why. <laughs> um, you know when the first, the game first came out and it was, you know, online multiplayer. There's no story mode, nothing like that. It is just, you know, online mode, and that's it. That is what the game is. Um, I didn't think I was gonna like it, so I waited and I picked it up. I picked up the base game for fifteen pound and really enjoyed it (laughs) um yeah i've been playing a hell of a lot i think at the moment i've put over the last time i checked at the last week uh was i was sitting over 14 hours
0: that's a lot
1: yeah i played a lot of it and i've put a couple of more hours into that as well um i'm not very good uh you know um The game is, you know, the more you level up, the better equipment you get. So you can, and, you know, there's people who've been playing the game for months and months before I even got near it. So you get to the point where people know the maps better than you. And there's people who take advantage, you know, they like to play as a sniper. And they've been playing that long, they can get the good sniper rifle and things. So sometimes you're cannon fodder. And depending on the game mode that you're playing, sometimes not.
0: Yeah, definitely. I yeah. ended up, and you did as well, I ended up picking up the Season Pass. Yes. Uh, and I found that actually helped a lot with that because nobody knows those bestman maps yet. Yes. Because they like, just came out a week or two ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did find that quite a bit. Um, I was playing one of the bestman maps. I was playing a, a game of, I think it was Sabotage. Yes. Um, in the afternoon. and was
0: two Sabotage maps that are Vespa maps. Yes. Vespa maps.
1: Yeah, and uh, I ended up the, the MVP of the game. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, because uh, I was playing you know, one of the things that uh, I have noticed about the game is you'll get into a game and it may be Sabotage or what's the other one? Um, there's Sabotage and Walker Assault. No, not walker or soft. It's basically, it's like capture the flag um, supremacy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it, it is essentially capture the flag. And sometimes if you get to the a point first, uh, you know, you, you just need to defend it. Yeah. It, and the idea, well, the way I look at it as well, is if there's a point that needs to be captured by the opposite team and your, your purpose is to stop them from doing it, See if you got all your team members into that room and just sat in that room. You mm-hmm. don't need to do anything. They will come <laughs> to you.
0: Yeah.
1: And you just pick them off. But, no, they, um, there's a lot of people that play the game and they're playing, you know, they play for themselves, which is fair enough. It's their game. They can do yeah. whatever they want. And But they play for kills. They're not happy yeah, yeah. unless, yeah. Um, so I do find myself swearing a lot at the game. <laughs> um there will be a couple of times where uh you know there'll be a control point i go in i activate it uh especially in walker assaults another one as well where you have to activate those little points uh and what they do is they they give you if you're playing as the rebels you activate a point and it gives you y wings and the y wings are very powerful to help you bring down the imperial walkers the attacks yeah um they bring shields
0: down to start with, but then if you've yes. got enough of them, they'll just take most of the damage off it.
1: Yeah. Um, but I'll find myself sometimes, I'll f- I'll get there, there'll be nobody there, I'll activate the point, and I'll sit and I'll hide in a corner. Mm-hmm. And you rack up points. You know, you can get a lot of points. Rack up points for doing it. And uh, then somebody, will, people will start coming in to try and attack it, and you know you'll defend them successfully then you look around and there's like 16 guys around with you and then once the attacking stops they all fuck off
0: <laughs> yeah they all kind of push them back and then you get kind of flanked again
1: yeah it, it is it's um so I'll find myself swearing at them and things like that but I still am enjoying it it is a good game um i do like the best when maps the best when maps are they they're probably, beautiful
0: yeah i think they're probably my favorites So far, Um, yeah, I think they're like they're beautiful, but they're also just some really fun maps to play, yeah. Um, Like that walker assault map, even though it makes no sense, like why did they drop a fucking 8080 on this floating platform of a city? Yes, no sense, but it's pretty cool, yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, yeah, I was gonna say the, the walker assault map is it's a really good map, it's a fun map to play.
0: Yeah, I really like it. Both the sabotage maps, well, I actually really like that mode. I hadn't, I don't, I don't know if they put sabotage into previous things, but I it was, I think it's a new mode. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I've definitely never, or at least I don't think I've ever played a sabotage map before. I think it's because um,
1: it's, it's not a, it's not a twenty versus twenty game.
0: Oh, maybe, maybe.
1: Yeah, generally most people and um, um tend to be in that. That group as well. When I want to play a big game, or when I want to play Battlefront, I normally I'm happy playing, you know, twenty versus twenty, because yeah. there's a, a lot more people in it, and it it does feel like a a battlefield. Yeah. Um, so it is quite fun. The smaller maps, um, the best maps, and they do work for. I've played Blast. I have played Sabotage. Um, played Supremacy, and there is there's a turning point map on there as well. I don't think I've done the turning point one yet. Yeah, I I managed um, to play it once. Um, it's a big turning.
0: Tiny... I may have done it. Yeah. Actually, I must have because I got the I got the trophy for playing all the maps, so I must. Have. Yeah. Um. um. But yeah, the main one. I like. I really like those sabotage maps. I like the like the points are spread out just enough that it forces your team to kind of spread out to defend. Basically, if people don't know, sabotage is a game mode where one team has three points. And the other team is basically trying to take all the points. And once they take one of the points, it goes offline. The idea is supposed to be they're setting a bomb, and then yeah, they're trying to it. blow up uh, a yeah, yeah, but basically yeah, exactly. But basically, they're holding a point for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Um. And so as the game goes on, to start with, the defending team is split up amongst three different points. And then as it gets further and further across, the rebel team is destroying these points and so the defending team is being more restricted to defending you know two points and then one point and so everyone gets a bit more closer together and you end up with a lot more kind of bigger fights and it's just got a good kind of flow to it that I, I find really fun yeah
1: yeah um yes yeah, it's it is really good I uh, I tried the outer rim I only played one one game and it was a game of blast, and one of the maps didn't like it.
0: I only played um, one game as well, and it was uh, Hero Hunt, which is not a mode I'm super fond of. Anyway, so it's kind of yeah.
1: I believe the maps are are smaller. There, it, I don't think there's any of the the big games, you know, so Walker mm-hmm. Assault, Turning Point, Supremacy.
0: All right, that's the, a shame because those those are yeah. the big games are definitely the best ones. I think sabotage is the one that is a bit smaller but it still feels big enough yes yeah um and on the Bestman maps they use that well because uh like one of those sabotage maps is kind of just a bunch of floating platforms all connected by walkways and it's so good and you have all these kind of tight spaces and all these different choke points and stuff like that and it's just really fun
1: yeah um, although I was playing this afternoon and I was just absolutely bloody terrible, I had <laughs> two—I I had two games out, uh, two good games out of maybe about ten.
0: Yeah, I definitely um, have times like that.
1: Yeah, uh, but like I said, it is still fun. Uh, I like you know leveling up and things. I think I'm on like level twenty three now, so I've got quite a lot this weekend. Quite,
0: quite a bit higher than me.
1: Yeah, I, that was because on this weekend, so I think Friday, Saturday and Sunday, they were giving you double experience points uh, for just to celebrate the release of the Bespin map. The, Be- the Bespin map's been available two weeks before that for people that bought the season pass. And now oh, but it,
0: this was it for everyone.
1: Yeah, okay. so...
0: That makes sense. Yeah, I, uh, yeah.
1: It I I think. Uh, what's your thoughts on the the whole season pass at the moment?
0: Oh, it's way overpriced. Yeah, wow. I'm I'm thinking <laughs> the maps are really good, but it's so expensive. I d-
1: yeah, I don't like. I suppose I'll need to give them a, a bit more of a chance. I'll need to try and sit through a couple of games for the the outer yeah, rim stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I wasn't instantly impressed with the no. rim stuff.
1: No, um, it's just, you know, it's sitting back and you're thinking, well, should maybe I've just bought the, the Bespin map and yeah. been happy, and this, I don't know, it is going to be one of those until we know what these other two maps, these other two map maps are like.
0: Yeah, like, I'm sure that, I'm pretty confident that the Death Star stuff will be good, because how can you not do good Death Star stuff? Yeah, well, did, how, have you played
1: on the Bespin? Have you done one of the, the air battles in Bespin? Yeah, yeah. Really fun. I, yeah, really, I really enjoyed did. that. That was a lot of fun. I don't play... I tried once or twice the to play that game mode, you know, where you can go in the playlist and it just circles through all the maps. Um, but you get the shit kicked out of you. Yeah,
0: definitely.
1: <laughs> but when you're playing on the Bespin playlist. So that's another weird thing that Star Wars does, and especially with the the DLC. If you want to play the DLC, you have to play the DLC playlist, and it you can't just play you know endless games of Walker Assault or Supremacy or the game of your choice. You have to play whatever comes up in the
0: playlist. Yeah, so you're not um, playing things like Hero Hunt.
1: Yeah, which I still haven't. I haven't played Hero. I've got the achievement for all the the gate the playing on all the maps. But I haven't played all the them? game modes.
0: Yeah, uh, there for not strange. Yeah, yeah I assume it shares a map with something else.
1: Yeah, I, I would assume it does. Yeah, I don't think there's. I think there's four, three
0: or four maps. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: um, but yeah. So when you're playing one of the games like the the air battle game, if you go into the general, you know, with, there's people that only play that. Yeah, you get, you get your arse kicked. It's yeah, quite
0: definitely.
1: A, you know it's quite horrible. But when you're playing it on the bestman playlist, everyone's there to play the bestman maps. So there's there may be somebody that prefers that game, and it seems a bit more even.
0: Yeah, uh, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, so I the other thing I I hope for the other maybe the Death Star one is that they bring in new game modes.
0: Yeah, um, I'd hope so. Yeah, I kind of hope like. Th- I think all of the maps have some variation for, or all of the you know the regions, the planets, have some variation for walker assault. So I really hope that the Death Star just has a fucking AT-AT walking through it, because that'd be really good. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't make any sense.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know <laughs> what I don't know what they're going to do with that one. Yeah. Um. It will. It. I think. Um. I think it will be more based on the space battles and things like that.
0: Yeah, definitely. But they, they have to have on foot and, and you know and stuff probably. I,
1: yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. It'll be, be interesting anyway.
0: There's a lot of things you can do with this, sir. Like, the Bespin stuff proved that they're good at designing those kind of you know, small walkways to fight on and stuff. Yeah, And you could definitely do that in Death Star map.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, I do like with the Vestman maps as well how they've managed to incorporate places that you know from uh, Empire Strikes Back. So they've got the Carbon Freezing Chamber that's yeah. used for um, one of the Sabotage maps. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, which is really cool. It's also got those walkways in it where the, the the doors the like drain pipe doors yeah <laughs> um yeah they're just um really well done
0: yeah as always like something that game was always really good at is just making it look like star wars and making it sound like star wars and making it just feel like star wars uh-huh and yeah they continue to just nail that stuff yeah yeah
1: so excellent good good uh Apart from that, I played a uh, something else a hell of a lot of. I finished Fire Emblem.
0: That's crazy.
1: I know, I know. So I eventually finished a uh, Fire Emblem Birthright. A uh, really good.
0: Did you buy Conquest? I did. Did you actually? <laughs> I did. Oh man, you're going so, to embarrass me though, because you're going to get through Conquest super easy. And just like, so oh, fucking piss easy.
1: I am on chapter four at the moment with conquest. So, so chapter should... four,
0: like, did you have to start again from before the choice, or do you mean chapter four after the choice?
1: I uh, before. Okay. And that I did that out a choice because what you can do is you can start a new game at the branch of fate. Yeah. So you, you can, but I thought look, I, just let me have a play around and just. Yeah, I didn't mind doing it all over again from the mm-hmm. beginning. So I've done that and I'm at chapter four. So I've got, I think, uh, two or three more chapters before the choice kicks in. Yeah, um,
0: something
1: and, like that.
0: Yeah. Um, and then see how it goes for there. Yeah, I need to play more of that game.
1: Uh, one of the biggest things that I hadn't been doing, and I don't think you have as well, Kieran, because so, we haven't really spoken about it, is the uh, the fort that you get. Yeah. So uh, I started customizing my fort a little bit, but I didn't really do much with it because um, it just kind of got in the way between moving on to the next the next chapter and the next story and things. But what I didn't notice was the. You know how you get people visiting and they, they come in, they like, beam into like a square of your fort.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And you can go up and you can check them and you can either battle them in their castle or you can battle them in your castle.
0: Yeah, I have no really mess about that stuff.
1: Right. One of the things that happens is if you go and you fight them, uh, I don't know about battling in your castle because I didn't want any of my stuff messed up, <laughs> so I battle them in their castle, and you get the option, you can fight them with you can set a handicap, so you can say uh, make all the so all the characters will be of the same level, so they mm-hmm. fight the same or you can have no no handicap, and there's another level of handicap, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but if you fight with you know, if you set a handicap, you're obviously either making it uh, you, you're making it a little bit easier for yourself, possibly. You know, if you've come across somebody that's nearly finished the game, all their characters going to be a higher level.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but if you battle them with no handicap, uh, then at the end of the battle, as a reward, you can either take one of their units and that, a lot, you can uh, recruit one of their units to become your unit then, and or you can take one of their skills. And if you take that unit, you can then use it in story mode. Okay. So what it allows, what essentially what it allows to happen is, let's say you've got a character that you've been using quite a lot in the story mode, and they die. Because um, what I found, there was a couple of times where I got right to the end, it taken me like an hour of strategic playing and things like that. I was emotionally drained afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> And I'd lose a unit, or I'd lose two units, and I go, you know what? Fuck it! I'm not going over again. I'm not starting over again. So, I would go to the plaza and I would battle people, and I would essentially replace those units from uh, people that I'd met through spot pass. So, yeah, it's it's another way of getting units and using units in the game. Yeah. Um, and there is also you can build a dungeon and when you build a dungeon what it allows you to do is when you're playing the game and you're fighting units sometimes you'll come across an option you know where you get attack, rally or depending on the skills that your characters have unlocked there'll there'll be one option or one or two options more than just the normal attack Mm -hmm. Uh, and one of them that will come up if you've got this dungeon built is Capture it allows you to capture that unit, they go to your jail in the fort, then in between chapters, you can go to your your jail, and you can speak to them, and you can try and convince them to join you. And you,
0: cool.
1: Yeah, you then get that unit.
0: Yeah, i not messed up that stuff. Um, it might
1: it might help you.
0: Yeah, definitely. I don't um, think um, I'm still super early because of when I got stuck. <laughs> um...
1: Yeah, so... Uh, the other thing that I did as well was I did a little bit of grinding, so I went through and I uh, did some of the challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, helped a little bit. Um, it didn't really help in terms of leveling some of the characters up. There was one or two of the characters that leveled up. But what it kind of did, I don't know why. Um, I think I was just stuck on this one level, and I I think, you know how sometimes you get snowblind.
0: blind? Yeah. And
1: you, you know, you can't see... Past you past the problem, you keep doing the same thing yeah, over yeah. and over again. And I went back and I played some of these challenges and basically what the challenges are, they're the exact same maps that you've played within the story, but they add in a couple of extra units okay. to make it a bit more of a challenge. But there's yeah. still it's still based on the level of the characters at the time where you encounter that chapter.
0: Okay. Right? So still not super difficult.
1: No, so if you go back to the you know the the first map that you you ever compete in, um, and you've near the close of the game, you're talking one hit kills,
0: mm-hmm.
1: You'll clear it dead easy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but what I found playing a couple of those, it it kind of cleans the palette. Um, you get you you find pieces of gold within the map as well, which also helps you buy better weapons and things. But I found that when I went back to the other one. I breezed through it and I think it just, you know, it made me forget about that map for a little while and I was concentrating on the tactics on other maps. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, And the thing that I like about Fire Emblem as well is when you go back and you do those challenges, even if you're way overpowered, you can still lose those challenges if you don't think tactically,
0: if you don't do it the right way. Yeah, you still might get surrounded and beat up.
1: Yeah, you might, you might not lose in, entirely, but you may u- lose a unit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, can't recommend the game enough. I, I think it is going to be one of my games of the year.
0: Yeah, I'm really enjoying Conquest. I just need to put more time into it.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to put some time into Conquest as well, and I'll probably... Come back and tell you a bit more about it next week as well.
0: Probably tell me it's really easy. I'm
1: just, always, I'm just really bad
0: at Fire Emblem.
1: <laughs> uh, I was te- it was weird. I, I finished the game and uh, I was tempted. I got my little. Uh, I've got like a block of it's like a storage block and it's got all my 3ds games in it. And I got out uh, the other Fire Emblem, which I never finished, which was a Awakening. Yeah. And I thought, oh yeah, I could play that now, and I. Or I could spend £17.99 and get the other one. Yeah, I ended up spending (laughs) £17.99.
0: I assume that you liked Fates more than Awakening then, given that you went all the way through
1: it. Yeah, there is. I think with Awakening I played so far and then see, when I bought because Fire Emblem Awakening came out and it came out and there was about a month, a month or two months, and then Project uh, Exxon came out.
0: Oh, yeah. So it was just kind of a right time and place for this one to come out. and Yes. Not... This yeah. one to come out around the time that you're sick and also the time that kind of there's not a whole lot else there. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, I've got a bunch of time and not much else to play, and Fire Emblem's really good.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just at the time... When awakenings came out, I because what had happened is I had bought Project X Zone first and mm-hmm. uh, and what had happened? Oh, I bought it originally on you know physical copy of it
0: yeah, and then
1: yeah, I got a free copy of it. Uh, I won it through Twitter and what I did with my the physical copy was I went to CEX, traded it in, and used that trade in because they gave me a, a, a really good deal on it. And I traded it in straight for a copy of Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah, I remember that. And, uh, yeah, so I was playing Project Cross Zone and at that time, Project Cross Zone was appealing to me more.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that you're playing so much Fire Emblem when you still have Project Cross Zone 2 sitting there. Yes, I know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I think this time it's just you know turn about is fair play um, yeah. Fire Emblem just really appealed to me more this time fair enough so look I will go back to to Cross Zone 2 as well because it is absolutely fucking mad and crazy and uh, it is you can lose time when you, especially when you're travelling that's what I love about these games is you can lose so much you know you have a look up and you go oh right I'm already at work or I'm already at, <laughs> at wherever I'm going stop. yeah
0: yeah um, i was almost late to work the day that i uh finally beat that mission of me because i was playing on the tram and right. i got like basically a, there was kind of just always a turn that i would lose in and i got past that by a turn right and i got past it by one more and then my tram got to my stop and i was like i could just finish this i'm on a roll i got this i need to get off and go work <laughs> and so i ended up like taking my lunch break and during my lunch break i spent most of the time just blasting through the rest of that level right um, yeah good times
1: cool. excellent yeah um still really good so uh and then that's really it apart from i was uh coming back from my uh, one of my doctor's appointments uh, yesterday and uh, I picked up a physical copy of um, the Taylor principle yes so uh, it's the deluxe edition which comes with the the expansion yes. which is road to Ghana or Gehana or oh,
0: however they say like it. yeah some, some religious thing
1: yeah yeah so I um, I picked that up and I've played about 15 20 minutes. So you, you play through kind of the first easy level where you need to pick up three of the sigils, the, the little Tetris blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've picked up three of those and I found the first um, terminal computer
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's told me about what the library is and you find some emails from somebody. Yeah. So you read those and they seem to have, it seems to be some, you're picking up in like, the middle of somebody's life, so I imagine it's going to tie all that information that you're picking up from these terminals and it, you'll put that together to get the story from uh, this mysterious voice that you're hearing.
0: So rough. A lot of the, the stuff in the terminals is just kind of there for flavor, essentially, and for yeah, world yeah. building. So you'll get emails, you'll read people's emails, stuff like that, but there'll be people that are just there. Right, not necessarily like connected to the story in any way. It's just no, like, no. This is some dude's emails.
1: Yes, yeah,
0: um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, they,
1: yeah. Uh, the game looks absolutely gorgeous on PS4. I'm glad I that don't... it
0: holds up well there because it looks really good on PC.
1: Yeah, um, I would. That, that's what I was going to say. I don't think it's lost anything in the, in the conversion to PS4. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: game looks absolutely stunning, and um, yeah. I'll see how it goes for there.
0: Cool. I really like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Apart from that, I don't think there's anything else. Uh, I've picked up a a new board game for review. Yes. Uh, And this is a game from Space Cowboys. Uh, If you've been listening to the podcast, you know Space Cowboys did the absolutely incredible, or they published the absolutely incredible time stories. And, uh, oh, what was the other one? Name's gone straight out of my head. Uh, one about the gems.
0: Uh, <laughs> the what? The
1: one, the one with the gems.
0: The one with the gems? Yes. Splendor? Splendor. Okay, yes. I didn't realize they published Splendor.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, so Space Cowboys. And so they're kind of known for their games that look absolutely gorgeous. The quality mm-hmm. components and things like that. Um, so, this game is also the same. Uh, Via Nebula is a game by Martin Wallace. So, that is the guy that did the. He's done a a, a prolific, prolific game designer, um, but he also did the two very good um, Terry Press at Discworld games. He did Discworld and Mopok, and he also did The Witches.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, this game. This game is kind of more along the style of those two games, so it's uh, not as involved as some of his other games that he's done. Uh, the game is, from what I can see, it's a, a pickup and delivery game. So what type of game that is, is you, you'll have the board and you will put things on a specific area of the board. You'll keep doing that until it activates something. And once you once you've done that, you'll take those resources that are on the board and move them to somewhere else. So you pick up, you know, you're placing things on the board, then you're picking those certain things up after something has happened, then you're delivering, you can deliver them somewhere else on the board. Yeah. Um, uh, game looked absolutely, the artwork is stunning. Um, and uh, going to we're actually going to play it this weekend. Yes, we are. Yeah
0: playing a bunch of things this weekend
1: yes hopefully yeah. plan. um so yeah uh, not much in the, the way of board games but uh that will change in the next episode
0: mm-hmm.
1: cool yeah that's all i'm me playing
0: yeah it's' all been a busy week
1: no no not at all i'm just more of the same really and uh i have a, a sneaking suspicion next week i'll probably do the same
0: <laughs> well no cause we'll have Saturday. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, we'll yeah, so can... been playing a bunch <laughs> of multiplayer things. Excellent, cool. It should be good. Should yeah. we move on to some news then? Yes, yeah. What have you got? Um, I've not got a whole lot. Um, Splinter Cell, the first one is free on PC just now. Right, okay. Uh, you just need to download the Uplay client and you can claim a copy of it. Yes. I don't know, Cell. People like Splinter Cell. I don't know why. Metal Gear better, but hey. games, <laughs> the games. Um. Hmm. Actually, you know, what? there isn't a whole lot. That that Kill game is out on PS Four. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's free to play. Made by. It says here it's published by Sony, so that's could be good. Yeah. Could be good. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, da, da, da. Batman Return to Arkham. Yeah, the kind of HD remaster collection thing of the Batman Arkham games. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that was due to come out this month or next month it's due to come out soon and then it kind of got very quickly like pushed and delayed without giving a date um some sources are saying that it's now going to be coming in November so a few months delay there um seems seems like a, a strange thing um Uh, Kerbal Space Program is coming with consoles, as we knew before. Okay. Um, it's out on Xbox One this week, I believe. Right, okay. Um, It's out on PS4 in America this week as well, but it'll be out slightly later on PS4 here for some reason. Right. Um. But yeah, I, I'm interested to see how that controls with controller. Because mm-hmm. so much of Kerbal Space Program is building the spaceships and it always felt like it was you know, it needed a mouse and keyboard for it, so i would be interesting to see how well it works um, other than that, it's not a whole lot of news it's kind of a slow there's a bunch of the kind of tabloidy stuff of Pokemon Go yeah, um, yeah oh, Evolve uh, went free to play
1: oh yes, yeah, I've seen that oh but
0: this one. Uh, yeah, so the first person shooter the asymmetrical one teams four people, one teams just a giant monster. Um yeah, came out early last year and it's now free to play. Uh it's only free to play on PC just now. Uh on PS4 and Xbox One, it's the exact same as it's always been. But they are probably going to release it free to play on consoles at some point as well. Right. Um It seems like a smart move because that, that game didn't take off in the way they hoped it would. So, this might kind of gain back some of a player base. Uh huh. You would hope, at least. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. There's not a whole lot of news.
1: No, no. Uh, even when you look at sort of uh, new releases and things. Um, so, things that would be released on the Friday that you're listening to, so that's uh, the 22nd of July, uh, nothing. There's yeah. nothing scheduled. Uh, yeah,
0: this is a quiet, quiet time.
1: Yeah, the um, coming out the week that we're recording, we're recording this. Uh, Disney Art Academy is coming out for 3DS. The new Ghostbusters game across the uh, PS4, P- uh, Xbox One, and PC. Monster, uh, Monster, Monster Hunter Generations is coming out.
0: I do want that. Uh,
1: and uh, there's a an MX versus ATV game. Nice. So there's not much coming
0: out at all. Yeah, it's pretty quiet. Yeah. Um, but not for long. I mean, um the no week... Man's Sky next month.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say the the week after that, um, No Man's Sky is well No Man's Sky is scheduled for August the tenth. Yeah. Um there's We Happy Fuse coming out on the twenty sixth of July. There's yeah, which I'm looking forward to. I think uh, it's the early
0: uh, access, so. though.
1: It, yeah, it's still the early access. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, the collector's edition of Ollie Ollie will be out later this month as well, which looks quite cool. If you want a physical version of Ollie Ollie, it comes with right, uh, okay. both games. Yeah. Which because I, I preferred that first game to the second one, but they're they're both great games.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, th- uh, and then we will start start you know, in August there'll be more things yeah. coming out. I yeah, know. it's
0: basically quiet till August and then everything starts coming out. Yeah. It's, there's like a World of Warcraft expansion coming out in August. I know. Like, how crazy what? is that? Like, it kind of shows how much World of Warcraft has kind of fallen from the public eye.
1: Yeah, because it would, it would normally come out when there was nothing.
0: Yeah, but even then, like, I, there's not a lot of talk about it. Like, no, You wouldn't there know it was coming out if you weren't looking at release lists. Yes, you know, true. Whereas I could have told you pretty much every other year that when a World of Warcraft expansion is becoming out just from the people around me talking about it. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's
1: true, yeah. It's crazy. Cool. Excellent. Well, I think, uh, yeah, because there isn't there isn't much there. Uh, anything else to add? Is, uh, anything else that you've been playing that you forgot to mention or... Stuff you want to play or.
0: No, no, I mean, not really. It's just kind of the usual stuff. Yeah. Cool. Short one this week. Yeah, I think so.
1: Um, So if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email to podcast at glitchfreegaming.com. You can find us on Twitter at glitchfreegame. Or you can see what we're up to on Facebook. Just search for Glitch Free Gaming and you'll find our page. Yes. Our page, page has got lots of information about the website, glitchfreegaming.com. And we also let you know when the new episode of the podcast is up and things like that as well, which is yeah. cool. Excellent. Thanks. Cool. So I think the only other thing then is to thank you all for listening. And we shall speak to you same time next week. So until then, be good and we will see you later. Bye. Bye.